What's up, Chapel's Corner? I just wanted to come on and share my thoughts on the recent updates in the R. Kelly case because, child, from the moment we heard that the federal government had put him in handcuffs, honey, I think most of us was running for the popcorn with the extra butter and the salt. And we all got us a nice seat up in the stands. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Some people in the nosebleeds, but we got seats. And I think it's pretty obvious that it's an and it's inevitable. You know, it's just a train wreck now. That's definitely going to happen. It's just a matter of, of of how and when. You know, and most of all, who will survive? You know, after everything is said and done, who who will be left standing and who will be the one that's uh, you know, got took it out <laughs> pretty much. And it looks like you know, to be honest, let's be let's be fair and say it looks like it's going to be R. Kelly. So I remember the last time I spoke about him. I did mention that it was just really funny to me that after I read the NYC indictment against him, that it was pretty obvious that the federal, uh, the feds knew that there was other people involved, that what they referred to as an enterprise, who was his staff, bodyguards and managers, who pretty much had, you know, full control, you know, helped, aided and abetted even. And, and I felt that the only reason that Common sense would tell anyone that they weren't charged with him. The only reason that all those people in the enterprise were not co-defendants with him, I felt, was because that they had given up some kind of evidence. They gave up state evidence. It had to be. Because when they're doing their investigation, they come into your door. We already know what time it is. We've seen too many shows. I mean, it's just real life, whether it's a reality show about true crimes or it's just a, a fictional show about crimes, murders. We know how it goes. They want to talk to everybody. And the more you can give them, the more... Uh, better it is for you as far as your outcome with them. If you do any jail time, if you get immunity, well, then what happens? Then they drop the story talking about it was all his ex-staffers that ended up providing just about 20 videos, 20 videos to the FBI, which is a lot of videos. Now, through these videos, it was enough for them to secure the warrant for the arrest and enough for them to secure the charges against him. But now, child, I got questions about these 20 videos like I had about the shirts that the district attorney's office had got in Chicago that just so happened to have um, traces of his semen on it, which I had thought was rather interesting. I did a whole episode called R. Kelly Super Sperm because I was like, child, not only did I do a whole episode entitled R. Kelly Super Sperm, but I did research on sperm, child, and how long it could live and stay in, on the clothes, um, depending on how many times you wash it, if you're using warm temperature water, if it's on cotton, honey, if it's on silk or anything like that. And it just didn't make any sense that anybody would have a shirt from close to 20 years, anywhere from 9 to 20 years ago, that, you know, that's just sitting in your house. And I said that that must be one dirty ass bitch. Excuse my language, but who got a shirt? Even if I got clothes, and I do still have some pieces of clothing I still could fit from college and stuff from, from high school as well. That having maybe even some jackets, some pea coats and stuff too. I get it that people can still have stuff in the house. But I also know as people... We do spring clean. Some people do summer clean, winter clean. And you start going, you start digging through stuff. A lot of people go give hand-me-downs to their uh, cousins, friends, families. Some people give it up to the Salvation Army. I think we already know. And a lot of stuff we can't salvage, we throw out. And I'd like to think that whatever we keep, even if we keep it in storage, after a few you know, months or years, you got to rewash that. You know what I'm saying? Because ain't nothing going to happen but mold and mildew and probably some spiders is going to, you know, 
you know, nurse some families up in there. You want to clean that out because you don't know what's growing up in there. <laughs> so I found it hard to believe that miraculously they just happened to have this piece of spirit. That's when I started talking about Avenetti and how crooked he is with these evidences and, and who holds on to that shit. It's almost as if even if you did have it and it is his sperm, let's say it is his sperm, right? And you did have it. And this is supposedly this girl's shirt. One of the one of the victims in Chicago now. I'm just trying to figure out what would have possessed you to hold on to it. And when they said, do you have any evidence from nine or 20 years ago, especially since, you know, you didn't know this case was going to come up. You know, how convenient is it for you to be like, oh, well, I have this shirt from the last time we had sex and it has his sperm on it. You can test that. I think it might have. Come on. This is odd. So now back to these 20 videos. So. I'm hearing that there's 20 videos. I'm not saying that he can possibly beat on the videos. I know that everyday people in regular life that ain't celebrities would like to create their own pornos for crying out loud. These days when you go to most porno websites, it's not just production companies that's making them, but people are making their own at-home amateur videos and uh, point of views and all kinds of shit. So I know that cameras go inside the bedroom. I don't think that that's odd. I think what's odd to me is how the fuck were the ex-staffers able to still have access to what I feel should have been private, personal videotapes? Whether these girls or all these women, I don't think that all the videotapes that R. Kelly have have all little girls on it, okay? Because even the indictment said that the enterprise went out and, and, and um, recruited women and girls. So I'm sure R. Kelly have a plethora, you know, of a collection but what I'm trying to say is I don't know that anybody would just be handing out copies of their videos to staffers. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? So I'm trying to figure out if trusted people over the years, probably knowing that he already had a charge and something might come back against him. I mean, was they just when he was away? Because you know how it is. You a celebrity, you travel, you tour. It's only this year that the man really stopped working. You know, we, we wasn't paying attention to what he was doing, but he was able to secure work for a while. You must understand that his lifestyle was pretty solid until this year. He might not have been on the number one charts every fucking day, but at the same time, he, he, he had a lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? He, he was secure in his finances, okay? But he was traveling. Is it possible that some ex-staffers are recent and they knew something was coming up. And I mean, how did they, what did they do? Go sneak up in there and just say, I'm going to get a copy of this tape. Were they perverted? And they'd be like, I know he keeps tapes over here and I want to see. Because, you know, people is perverted. People want to watch shit. It's bad. It's, you want to watch pornos. But then, you know, if you know, this, you know, you're a freak like that, you might say, oh, Kels had this video. But what would possess you to keep the video? Because, you know, he got a whole bunch of them and he's not going to be able to tell it's missing. So this is where I find it to be funny that you were 20. 20 fucking videos? Now, it could have been 20 different individual staff members. It could have been five staff members. You know what I'm saying? But it could have also been that one staff member probably said, I know that he keeps it in this area. But that's not what the police said. The, the thing does not, the article does not say that the tapes came from some kind of a raid. You understand what I'm trying to say? It doesn't say anything like that. I don't think that, I don't, I don't even think that it would be wise for Kells at this point, especially after the first trial, to just keep a bunch of damn uh, videos in a crib. I just don't know that that makes any sense. It's just like Michael. Like, people be talking about Mike did this and Mike did that, but people don't know. The FBI was watching Mike for 10 years after the um, acquittal, okay? they um, Actually, in 1991, and when, and when when he settled out, they was watching him, and they was watching him during the time that he got retried for it and then after. 
But they said they did about a 10-year investigation. They went and traveled with, uh, abroad to talk and meet with all the families. Some of these families, by the time they went over there, they didn't want to talk. And some of the families, by the time they went over there, the ones that did talk, the stories didn't add up. The feds couldn't find anything. They raided Mike's house twice during the 10 years, obviously without warning, obviously without notice. They said they seized anywhere from like 14 to 16 computers from Neverland, um, anywhere that he had computers at. And they went through everything and they never found no child pornography. And they never found anything is basically what I'm saying. So no matter what people want to think, what everybody's saying at the end of the day, as far as the FBI knows through their thorough searches, they didn't find anything. So now for the FBI to have 20 videotapes, it's funny because maybe some of them, I wouldn't even say nothing that he's not on there. I don't believe that he's not on there. I'm trying to figure out who the fuck got 20 fucking tapes. And this is why you motherfuckers need to stop fucking busting out these cameras in these damn uh, rooms and shit. Trying to get all freaky sneaky. Hell no. You know what I'm saying? Hell no. D- them shits always get leaked. Ask Kim K. Every time you turn around, you do some shit and it ends up in somebody else's motherfucking hands. Hell no. 20 tapes. So my belief is this, somebody, somebody was holding on to these tapes. Why would you be holding on to these tapes? You know what I'm saying? Or somebody <clears throat> realized, listen, this kid is, they probably started talking to one another. So listen, they turning up the heat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm too old to go to jail, nigga. I done did all my mother. I done did that shit in my youngin days. If I was 20, nigga, I'd go in and do 10 right now. Niggas is like, but I'm about 55, nigga. Like, I don't even got it. My hip hurt. My back hurt. Like, a nigga knocked me A little nigga knocked me out. It's over. You know what I'm saying? We need to get up out of this. I want to know where the fuck the 20 tapes came from. I want to know why. You, if I was Kels, even if he, Where the fuck you got 20 of my tapes at? I don't know who got 20 tapes. And I'm thinking, I don't care what nobody says. I'm thinking Avenetti got a lot to do with this shit, too. I keep bringing him up, not just because I dislike him, but because I know the mindset of the man. The man, with his resources, could have made sure that he found the 20 tapes, but he can't submit stuff. You know how sometimes you can't go in it because your name is hot, you hot right now, so if you turn it in, you look funny, especially with you being accused of being the type of person that stage up um, cases and do all kind of backhanded shit to get your money. Nobody would find your uh, prove credible. Yeah, we question it and they might not want to touch it with a 10 foot pole. But if you have the ex staffers all of a sudden, you know, reaching out like desperately they need help, they'd be like, all right, fine, we found you these videos, submit these videos to them. Da 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 da. I don't know. I just, I just find it funny. I just find, I find it rather funny. I know you had to save your asses, but for somebody, for some of them that didn't talk to him in so many years. Oh, child, this water's so good. I got the ice chips in there and everything. For some of them, I didn't talk to him for so many years to just readily have all these videos. I don't know. I just find it mad odd. This is it's just weird. <sighs> I'm going to take a quick break because I need this water, yo, and I don't want to just be crunching this ice up. <laughs> See you in a little bit. Ooh, I feel so much better. A sister was parched, y'all. I mean, just dehydrated, but I have satisfied and quenched my thirst, and I am back. Um, I don't even know what I was talking Oh, R. Kelly. Yes, R. Kelly. So now that I touched upon the evidence and the 20 tapes that I think is funny, I would now like to move on to the parents of Azriel and Jocelyn. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness, honey. Child, the parents are insufferable. I cannot with the parents. Now, obviously, I'm not a moron. I understand that they are their parents. I understand that they're concerned and I understand that they um 
just want to hold their children in their arms again. I'm not judging them off of that fact, but I do have a problem with them keep coming up with their paranoias and their accusations that I don't believe is their own. I feel like they're lawyers and it could be potentially putting stuff in their head as well, or it could just be that the lawyers are just saying, just say that because we need to tarnish his name. It just looks good and <clears throat> you know, if you want to see your kids, you know, you have to be very vocal or whatever the hell it is that they're telling them because I can't take it anymore. So now there's this new story that one of the parents, I believe it's Jocelyn parents, is very concerned, saying that ever since R. Kelly has been arrested, she's been trying to get in touch with her daughter, and she now wants to know where her daughter is at. If she don't know where her daughter is at, her daughter don't talk to her within a short amount of time, supposedly, she's going to call the police and file a missing persons report. Now... The same mother is saying that the girls have a suicide pact and that she's afraid that the girls might try to take their lives if R. Kelly does not come back from the... I said, let me tell you something. This, do you hear the shit that they be saying though sometimes? I said, I said what the fuck? When the fuck? When the fuck you ever seen that? I've never seen a black man go to jail and his girlfriend kill herself. Um, Hello, somebody. I ain't never... You ever see that? I ain't never seen a man go to jail and a Hispanic woman kill herself. That's not... That's, that's not how it goes. <laughs> I really don't know where the parents they are. Ain't they from Chicago? Like, they should know better than that. Nobody kills themselves because a nigga's still alive and in jail. Like, if anything, bitch is going to get real stupid. I don't, listen, I'm not judging anybody because I was there. Maybe I'm just talking about myself. If anything, bitch is going to get real stupid and try to do anything necessary to be getting on buses and vans and driving shit, carpool, whatever, to get all the way up to the facility and back and whatever for as long as they can, only to find out a nigga ain't shit <laughs> when he comes home. That's what happens in the real world. The real world, people don't just off themselves, okay? I don't believe for a fucking second that R. Kelly got a cult. That's basically what making it seem like. It's like he's a cult leader who brainwashed these girls. And listen, all they're doing, in my opinion, is taking the attention off of themselves because the truth at the end of the day of the matter is that you introduce these girls to this man. Now, their story is always going to be, what kind of parent going to say, I sold my children off or I wanted money and I heard through the grapevine that kills... I don't want to say I had this program for young girls, but you know what I'm saying? But like Kells was the, and this, the, the type of person who was extremely generous and that he was trying to bring, give these young girls the opportunity, but also provide for people, you know, who's struggling like us. So we went in and we, you know, nobody's going to say that. They're all going to say, well, my child, I just wanted my child to be a star. And all I wanted was for my baby to be a star. And you're never going to start talking about when you started getting money hungry. You're not going to start talking about all the money that started coming in. You're not going to talk about all the shit that went on behind the scenes, probably when you and Kels probably fell out as friends, or when you and your daughters fell out as friends, and what the, and what the real reason is, okay? They, when they start saying the stuff that they're saying, Azriel and the girls, the parents are automatically quick to come and be like, nope, 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 they're brainwashed, they're brainwashed. I don't believe that these girls are that brainwashed. I don't believe that R. Kelly is over here. I believe that you, as a young girl, you can make poor decisions. I believe that they could be blinded by love for Kells or the love that they feel that they have for Kells. But I don't believe for one second that girls is being held against their will. So now the reason why they're saying they want to know where the girls is at is because ever since the, the feds came to the apartment in the Trump Towers in, in Chicago, they have sealed off the apartment so the girls can't go in anymore. So I try to figure out where the girls is at. But that's my thing. Don't start running to the media talking about, where's my daughter at? Where's my daughter at? I need to make sure that she's safe. She needs to let me know. If you know fucking well the house got raided and the shit was sealed off, why are you talking about where is she at? She can't stay there. Obviously, she got to go find herself somewhere else that to stay. I mean, it seems to me like 
even if you want your daughter to come, if you want to see your daughter again, that's one thing. The way they make it seem is like we want you back at home in our control, in our care. They're fucking grown ass women. They don't have to go nowhere. If anything, if R. Kelly goes to jail, and nine out of ten he will go to jail, um, and they, and they still not run into their parents, you still gonna blame R. Kelly for that? I mean, I guess you can, but trust me when I tell you, anybody who's free. I would like to think if you free, if you was in the house getting, God forbid, raped all day, or if you was being held hostage someday, somewhere, and you was able to break free, I think the first, and you was being held against your will, even if they let you call home and lie to people and say, I decided to run away from home. I just want to let you know that I'm okay somewhere in the world. Don't call the police and stop looking for me. Click. I don't care if they forced you to say that. If you really wanted to go home and, they, and you was lying when you said that, nigga, as soon as you break free, you beeline into the police station. They're going to beeline you uh, to the hospital. But in the meantime, your parents are going to f- find out you was found and they're going to beeline to you and everything's going to be well. I ain't never seen it in all my life. I ain't never seen it in all my life. Some people being on a motherfucking dead horse. I feel like if they want to see their daughters again, they should fall back. If I fall back, I don't mean you could go pursue your charges all you want. Just send the messages through the media. I know you don't want to talk to me right now. And I know that we have some things that we have to work out. I'm not pressuring you or anything like that. And I don't, I'm not trying to squeeze you to death for fuck's sake. But I just want you to know that we love you and we care about you. Please call. That's it. Stop. I think the more that they keep talking about, he, they're going to kill themselves. You know that parent. It's, it's like that parent that's causing more trouble than they need to because I guess they're paranoid and they're scared, but they're making a mountain out of a molehill. That's a Haitian parent. Like a Haitian parent going to dead ass be making a mountain out of a molehill. You be like, it's not even that deep. It's not that See you all next time here on Chapel's Counters. Look, the way I feel about it is this. If you want to see your kids, all of that um, pressure that you're doing, and, and, if, and you know, especially because they know what they're saying is not the full facts, they're not being honest with themselves. They're just not being honest with themselves. I don't care what nobody say. Them parents is shadier than they fucking seem. Everybody know that. In my opinion, the girls are adults. Their parents made the decision to sweep them over to R. Kelly so that they could supposedly become singers and make millions of dollars. But once these parents started getting um, the money from R. Kelly, like in exchange for the time, the services, because you got to remember when you're a child, not really the money don't really go to you so much as it goes to your parents. You do, you do understand that, right? You do understand that usually when you're a child, you can have a little account or something, but nine out of 10, your parents are going to have more say in what you could, you know, things that are signed or whatever concerning your money. That's how the industry works. That's why you got a lot of momagers. They quit their whole job and it's the kid's money, but really the, the parent is living off of it. So once they got the money from R. Kelly, I just feel like they didn't care about R. Kelly. They started to look the other way. I think they started to say, listen, oh, you want to see her again? You, do, you understand what I'm trying to say? At the end of the day, they wasn't that concerned. All they wanted was the money. Now they're running scared, in my opinion, because Kelly is in trouble. And when it comes down to investigating these girls, obviously people are going to want to say, well, where the fuck are their parents? And then obviously they're going to say, well, what the hell? Where the hell was the parents thinking? And because they might be in trouble, um, too, because their kids were turned over literally at young ages to an older man, they're trying to flip the whole script down and just be like, oh, no, he took them from us. We only sent them over there for this. We never sent them over there for that. And now he's brainwashing them. These kids are adults now. They're able to make their own decisions. If they want to stay with Kelly, if they don't want to stay with Kelly, if they want to live by themselves or amongst themselves for the rest of their lives, they can because they're adults. All this every time you turn around. In the documentary, the, the, one of the crazy-ass moms, I'm telling you, one of them is irrational and crazy because the one mom that's saying, I believe there's a suicide pact, 
The other moms that I heard from my daughter, and she's doing just fine. Also, they're not wandering in the streets for crying out loud. It is said that there's a second apartment in the Trump Towers. R. Kelly had two apartments. The second apartment is in Jocelyn name. They can't touch Jocelyn, um, the apartment under Jocelyn name, so they didn't raid that apartment, so that apartment is still available. So the understanding is that they're now in that apartment with, um, I don't want to say the, the entourage, but whoever uh, Kells's whoever people's is that they put over them. And I'm sure he probably did that in advance because he knew something might was going to happen. Because you know things is coming and shit's coming. It's only right that you start moving according. But he would have been a dumbass. You know, he gotta, he, he's still trying to provide for them in some way. But now he's still in jail, though. No matter what, he's still in jail. Once he's in custody, whether he come home or not, you know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't got to be that afraid of that man no more. <clears throat> so anyway... I don't believe shit what the parents are saying. It just it just makes me upset. But in the documentary, I'll never forget that she was standing outside with the police and she made the biggest scene. This is the same mother that's accusing them of going to do the suicide pack and the same mother that's um, accusing her them now of being missing in the street and missing person. Come on, come, what, what the fuck is wrong with you, yo? The police came and shut the crib down. You didn't have no contact with her five minutes before that shit, not even five weeks before that shit. How dare you start jumping on the TV talking about, I don't know where she at. Shut the fuck up, pump your goddamn brakes. You been ain't know where the fuck the bitch was at. Don't start acting like you know where the fuck she at every day now, bitch. No, no disrespect to the parent, I get it. Like I said, if you're a parent, but give me a break because y'all need to understand. Some parents need to stop taking it so personal. When people talk about parents in general, we get it. But sometimes you know, you're not that parent that she is. You need to understand some fucked up parents out there. I don't want to judge people. But at the same time, nigga, if you had a hand in that shit, don't be running around here now trying to cop please like, oh, no, no, bitch, no. Tell the truth and shame the motherfucking devil. But you're not going to say that shit because you're going to sound fucked up. It's easier to just put the blame on one motherfucking man. So, Kells have done what they said he done, but people is lying about how much they allowed to happen and how much they said was that was okay and how much they knew about that they didn't, you know, sweep under the table. That's the shit that disgusts me about this motherfucking case. I guess it's basically what I'm saying. You know, if he's going to go down, fine, go down. But you, you need to take them fucking parents. You need to take the motherfucking auntie. You need to take all these motherfucking people. It ain't just him that failed them kids. You know what I'm saying? For money, for money, people will do anything. You think people don't uh, use their kids for money? You stupid. People have been manipulating people with their kids for a long time for money. Even new boyfriends that they know. Yes, I've seen it, honey. I've seen it. And not even that, it gets even sadder when you have a drug addiction and you got people in the streets that got drug addictions and they can't pay the dealer for the, for the next uh, hit that they want. There's plenty of people that don't let the, the dealer don't touch on their daughter or their son or something. You think I'm playing? And this is just for a fucking hit. Now you talking to me about millions of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars he paying me, he bought us a house, we going over here, we going over there. Some of these parents is in the hood. A lot of these parents wasn't, you, you, you think of these parents, and even if they wasn't in the hood, you got fucked up parents that, that still live in affluent neighborhoods. But these, they wasn't your average, you know, they want the money. Now that they're older, they might have said we made a mistake. But instead of, of some people are in denial, yo, instead of saying we should have never did that and we was wrong for that and now we really care about you and we realize what we did was wrong and that you might really be in danger. You know what I'm saying? Don't try to be my mother now. Don't try to come get me at 21 was you when you wasn't trying to get me at 16. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit don't make no sense. And that's it. That's all they got to say for now. So we're just going to see what happens. I just, me personally, I just would like for the parents to stop. You know what I'm saying? Because give these girls a chance. Maybe they don't want to talk to you because of half the, the, the fucking trouble y'all causing. Okay, even if there's problems going on right now, even if you think it might be a suicide pact, why the fuck are you telling the media? Run to the police. Run to the FBI. Why are you making it so? We don't know where the fuck Asriel and Jocelyn is at. 
That's what I'm trying to say. It's like you adding, you know, you you causing too much problems. You causing problems. I don't know that the parents always talking every day. Just get on the fucking PSA and be like, this message for my daughter. Just know that I love you. I know that we have some problems that we have to work out. I'm not going to, you know, I don't want you to think that we're pressuring you or anything like that. But please call. That's it. You don't got to get on the thing every day. I think my daughter's going to kill herself. I don't, shut the fuck up. I wouldn't even call you at that point. And even if I did call you, I'm going to have an attitude. Because I remember when they did the conference call with one of the girls, with the parents, the mother was like, yeah, I spoke to her, but I still don't think that she is who, who, who um, you know, I don't think that she was being herself. I feel like she was being coerced in the conversation because she was agitated and she said she was fine, but she seemed like she was, she was agitated because by the time she finally got on the phone with you, she knows you just being nosy. Like, hello, hello, where you at? What you doing? Why didn't you go home? She don't want to talk to you. Some people don't want to talk to you. You calling for all the wrong reasons. You think they want to run back? Who the fuck want to wait? I wouldn't even want to go back to that house. You think I'm going to wake up in that house every day? I'm 21 years old. I'm a grown-ass woman. I just want to be an independent person at R. Kelly's house doing whatever the fuck I want to do. You just made all this scene in the media. You got my man taken from me. Let's say everything's just fine and I, and I want to be with him. You know what I'm saying? You got my man taken from me. Now I'm back in your house just for just for when I wake up in the morning. You could be like, mm-hmm. So let's see. You're not going to spend a day with the family today after you done spent all that in years with that nigga? You can only imagine what the conversations in that house is going to be like. You, you really think that they're going to go back to being peaceful all at once? Niggas going to need counseling. What the fuck you rushing her back home for? It seems as if you mad you lost control of it. You don't go, he's controlling it. We want to control it. Listen, they're grown. They can do whatever the fuck they want. And that's all I got to say about it. It just annoys the fuck out of me. I have a problem with people trying to sell people. It's just like with that Britney shit. Okay, whatever happened when they were before that age is whatever happened before that age. It seems as if they said they want to be there. It's nothing nobody could do. 